Are you ready? Hello! Vietnam. No, you can't do that again. <laughs> well, that was good morning, Vietnam, like that last oh, time. So. Well, it's different. This is currently the third time we're recording this. First time was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Second time was my fault. But you know what? Lessons learned. Now we got some... Bridges burn. You live and learn, Drake. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, so now we got some structure and outline and we got the right recording. So we're gonna we're gonna have a great podcast today. Mm-hmm. Kick it off. <laughs> it is Sunday, January thirty first. Last day of January, last day of the first month of twenty twenty one. That's pretty wild. One twelfth of the way there. We're making it. Yeah. Just wanted to say I'm sending all the love to everybody getting through these wild times, no matter what type of mindset you're in right now, if you're doing well, if you're having a little bit of a hard go, just know that this is the start of a year that could change your life. So if you so choose to make it that way. Uh, your your Russian author is coming out in you right now. What? My hair? So this week I found myself comparing myself on social media to other accounts, to what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, all that, followers, all that fun stuff. And I just got in my head about it and I, I talked a little bit about it on Manuka Sunday, which I think related to a lot of people because... We're all here sitting on our phones a lot of the time trying to make our way in the world and there's obviously going to be other people out there that are ahead of you but I just wanted to reiterate that we're all on our own path and it's important to stay true to your values and just continue doing you because there you never know what other people's stories are and it's important just keep going keep going believe in yourself mm-hmm. that's what I said to myself <laughs> but got me thinking I think we should do a podcast all about social media. We both have a little bit of a background in it. I thought we could do some tips and tricks on launching, some strategy, some building community, how to create some value, even go into a little bit about insecurities and all that on social media. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today. I sure am excited about this <laughs> one because I got a lot to say. There's a lot to say out there. Okay, so a little bit of a background because I don't don't want you to be thinking that like there's these just two people talking about social media when they've never used it. So Joey has expertise in the business side. No, <laughs> not expertise. I have experience. <laughs> you have a lot of experience in the in the business side of social media world. And then I have had the experience in working with brands from launching social media accounts to all the way to building community with accounts that have upwards of 75000 for either events or hospitality and now diving into the health and wellness world. So with both of us here, we have a little bit of experience and we just are going to chat about our thoughts on it all. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you can take some tips and takeaways and all that that will help you on your way. Mm-hmm. Got anything to add to that? I think it's definitely important to go in with a plan and guidelines in general. Even And it's even valuable just as someone who's just a consumer because that's basically what social media has become. It's just a way for brands and all that to market towards you. And it's good to equip yourself with some background knowledge to look and say, oh, I shouldn't feel bad about myself because I'm 
I'm not what these brands are portraying as a happy life or whatever it is because it's all there to make you want it, right? Whatever it is. Yeah. If it's someone doing a paid ad for a skincare routine and it's beautiful people with very clear skin, it's they're trying to show you the target of what you want to be deep down. So listening to or like peeking in the kitchen to see how the sausage is made is a good thing and a way to keep a healthy mindset when you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because social media isn't just a fun thing anymore like it used to be when we were young when we were in middle school and Facebook first came out and you would go on to write on your friend's wall play the soccer game where you click and keep it up or do the graffiti wall at the top friends it's not about that anymore they've realized that their way to make money on the social media platforms is to sell your information and target you with marketing ads or very specific things every time you're filling out your interests or your likes or how long you're staying on a certain picture on Instagram now they collect that information and it's a way for you to be advertised to so yeah that's important to keep in mind very important all right so let's dive in our number one topic is launching a new account I think it's extremely important to have a little bit of a roadmap mapped out for yourself or your brand and all that whether it's a brand or just a lifestyle page or just a personal page, I think it's important to know some core values to dive into a niche that is is unique to you. And that just brings everything together and makes it easier to create content and have a continuous list of ideas that you're going to be able to give to the world. Mm-hmm. I think a great way to start that out is to have a physical list of 50 ideas that you're going to do and map them all out. It doesn't have to be perfect but just knowing a little bit of a strategy before going into it and so you're not launching this beautiful account and then three days in you're like okay what do I talk about now Mm -hmm. it's just it's good to have a little bit of an organization before so when you're saying the list of 50 are you saying before you even know what you want to do or once you have something figured out that you know you want to do I would say when you have a good idea that has your core values entwined in it then you come up with the ideas so the ideas are going to be like the daily thing but the core values that you come up with before that are going to be your overarching why like why you're creating this brand Mm -hmm. expand on that more how would you compile your list of 50 things specifically the when you launched manuka sunday if you were going to do it that way so manuka sunday was a an, an idea that i wanted to incorporate all of my passions of health and wellness and so that was kind of like the overarching idea and then i found my pillars which were going to be my my health and wellness posts i guess you could say like all my content within that. So that goes into recipes, that goes into skincare, that goes into just all the different topics that I could be talking about. And then those 50 ideas, I broke it down into daily things that I could talk about. Little things that here and there that resonate to me, always going to be something that I can relate to my life because that's what I know best. And that's a kind of way to stay true to your content as well. If you believe it, there's probably going to be other people out there that believe in it too. That's a good way to attract that community. Mm -hmm. Does that explain it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so after you have your ideas kind of lined up, creating content is a little bit easier and more organized for yourself. And then I would say your next step is to find your community. And how do you do that? (laughs) I would find the people that are like-minded to me. You may see them as competitors at first, but you're all in the same game. I mean, social media is a world of millions and millions of people to reach. So I think it's important to find those people 
people that are that you can relate with Mm -hmm. yeah how did you find your community with Pumpkinhead? well that's the thing i think it's i think specifically within the health and wellness crowd it's a little bit tougher because a lot of it is copycat and they take away from one another so i think it's easier to find that blend of general audience but in terms of nailing down a really engaged and an engaged and relevant community to the specific things that you want to do that requires having a good vision Mm -hmm. which you have done personally you're not just doing the same things that everyone else is so that's why you have a good engaged community with pumpkin head since it's skateboarding it's just skateboards so it's that plus the kind of graphics and the artwork that you use because that specifically draws someone in, in the world of skateboarding there's tons of different styles because it's just because it's tons of artists and different skaters and whatever so i think it's more so just kind of what the eye is drawn to mm-hmm. so with creative aspects it'll draw in a certain crowd regardless because people find certain things aesthetic pleasing so I think that's the first way that you draw people in Mm -hmm. and that's the benefit of doing it all on social media because someone can just click on your page accidentally one day and if they see that your feed is aesthetically pleasing they might follow it without even really getting into your content so I think that's important having a good creative vision of how you want things to look and when you're talking about planning and having ideas I think those things have to play into it and not that it has to be concretely established because your style and all that will change a lot over time like yours has and like mine has and you end up finding your direction by listening to your community's feedback and that's usually the first 50 people who started following you yeah because they're the day one people yeah i think it's so important to always be listening to to your audience and it's like all trial and error right so if you're if posting something and it gets really good feedback stay with that also i would say don't wait for it to be perfect it's hard because in the beginning aesthetics are important because of what you were saying like bringing eyes to your account getting people to stay there is a little bit harder in the in the beginning when you don't have the the big following but i do think it's important to not stress about not stress about a post or launching forever because it's never going to be perfect you're always going to have to learn from it and i really learned that when i started putting my face out there for manuka sunday because i used to use just like aesthetically pleasing photos and i was like you know what i'm just going to stick with this until i like really really know what i want to do with showing my personal side and then one day I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing this. And I think it made it a lot more relatable to people. And I found that people were reaching out to me being like, this is something that's really been helping me. And it lets me identify you as somebody that's a human rather than a brand. For sure. I think that's the things because people, especially with social media today, if you try to do things that brands or big pages with marketing teams and all that are trying to do, you're always going to lose because they have more resources and more knowledge and more experience in all of these aspects. They have more manpower to produce this content, so it'll never be as good. And the one thing that you have over all these other accounts is that you are yourself and you can present yourself in a true and honest way. And people will love that and they'll buy into that if they relate to you. And that's how I think you start your audience. People want to see themselves in other people. Absolutely. So if, you know, if 
if I see just a guy doing artwork that's a regular kind of guy, unassuming, whatever, and you see someone, you go, oh, if they can do it, I can, and that's not a slight or an insult to them. It's kind of that inspiration to be like, this guy is not lighting the world on fire. He's nothing more than someone who's devoted to his craft and is working hard to achieve something he's interested in and that he's passionate about. I think I could do that too if I put the time and the effort into it. And people want to be able to see that. And yeah. that's why, especially in athletics, I remember I used to do it all the time, is you find people who look like you on the field and you're like, oh, we're about the same size and body weight and do things a similar way. We're the same kind of speed. If I push myself, I could be like this person. And also, obviously... You're, you're trying to individualize that and just be you because like we said before there's only one of you and you have to lean into that but it kind of creates a little bit of a roadmap and I think that's what people want to see especially on social media because just the entrepreneurship or just starting a page and putting out creative content is what a lot of people seem to be wanting to do these days yeah and I find it so much more interesting if I have two accounts one's just a, a regular brand that you don't really see behind the scenes and then the other one's maybe a same product but it shows it shows an entrepreneur behind the brand and packaging the label staying up late to creating the design and it's just so much more intriguing and you feel way more invested and in turn when they launch that product I'm probably I'm more likely to invest in that because I feel like I've invested time into it and it's almost like it's so funny because it's like you get to know these people online and you almost consider them like a friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's cool Mm -hmm. you can create like amazing trust And if you're ever wondering whether your value is like valid to your audience, just always know that if you believe in your core values, there's definitely going to be other people that believe in it too. And if you keep going at it, your content will attract those people. So it's always about building that tribe for yourself. They are going to be your your organic growth. They're going to be the ones that talk about you to their friends and just drive your core values to the end. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean exactly by core values? I would say what I truly believe in and making sure every piece of content that that goes out on my page resembles what I believe in. Is that a core value? That's not a core value. That's what I think adding core values to your brand is. Right. But I'm saying specifically for the people listening at home. Okay. What are core values so they can properly prop up the thing that they're trying to do without losing sight of who they are or what they want this thing to be? Gotcha. I lost myself for a second there. (laughs) My core values would be community and respect, inclusiveness. And it, those those may just sounding like broad words, but I think that when you break it down all the way into the content that you're putting out, you can relate it back to being like, is this information that I'm sending out spreading values that I believe in? So what would you say as an example? Hmm. I would say from a personal point of view, say you're an influencer and you've grown up and the things your parents have taught you and the things you've learned along the way have made you believe in things like, say, money is not the root of all happiness and honesty supersedes financial gain. So -hmm. that could be something that you fully believe in. Your page starts growing, companies start hitting you up and they go, hey, we want you to mention our seaweed face mask or whatever it is that get offered. (laughs) Sounds great. Sure, right? (laughs) They say, we want you to really push the fact that this thing 
revitalizes your face. It'll make you happier and make your skin glow and it'll make your friends envy you. Mm-hmm. Then you you get the sample, you try it out. This thing sucks, leaves a little bit of a rash on your face. It is not anything close to what they want you to say that it is. And you don't believe that it is. And you know that it would be a lie if you went out and promoted that thing, right? Yeah. There's a pretty paycheck that's coming with it. It's like, oh, you're going to get 10% of all the sales that come through when they use your referral code. That is a moment in time where your core values are coming into effect. Are you Mm going to sell out for the monetary gain? Are you going to believe in the things that you always have in terms of upholding honesty and truth? over monetary gain things like that like i think that is what a core value is it's not it's not selling quick for the fast gain it's holding on pushing forward for the long-term win and that can only come from staying true to yourself Mm -hmm. i think that's the perfect example but you said honesty within that and i think that's a huge one because if you like there's so many different times where you could just be like grabbing something online that somebody else created and if, if that's something that you're putting out there as your brand, I mean, that's not honest for the first part, but it's also like people, people see through that. Your audience will see through that. And when you stick to your, your core values, it's much more valuable and relatable and more authentic. Mm-hmm. Because again, going back to the thing about other brands or other pages or whatever, other people have a payroll that's actually going with it. It's a person sitting in their pajamas on their couch, working yeah. hard to try and get an edge so the only edge that you have is you it's not anything else you're never going to have better poster design or better captions because you're not a copywriter and i think this also kind of ties into something that you like to preach which is leaning into what you're really talented at yes to start out and that shouldn't none of that should impede you or scare you from trying to write or produce cool artistic content but that shouldn't box you in in terms of your own personality and the things that you love and what makes it fun to do all this because if you're miserable sitting on your phone all day trying to grow your page you're completely missing the point and forgetting the reason why you started in the first place yeah and i think that's where looping it back to the comparison that comes in because it's so easy for what you're saying to look at these huge accounts mean like why haven't I grown that much why haven't why don't I have like the beautiful aesthetic and all that but really tapping into what you're good at and not being not being kind of triggered by the fact that Instagram has a new setting each week and like introducing reels and all that stuff that's a really easy way to be like oh I have to learn this one more thing or mm-hmm. this just another hour out of my day that I'm gonna be annoyed by by social media. I think that it's really important to find find what you're good at. When you tap into those new technologies or anything, you can adapt faster because it's like, okay, I have this new thing called Reels. How can I use what I'm great at and implement it into that? Because it's always about adapting, right? I feel mm-hmm. like with, with 2020, for an example, if you didn't get online, you were kind of left behind. Right. And I mean, that might be a sad reality, but adaptation is part of life and we got to do that. So might as well stay true to you and figure out what works best for you and stick to that Hmm. within the realm of adapting though yes within the realm of (laughs) adapting 
So I think a good segment to go from that is having insecurities and trying to get out of your comfort zone with social media because with what we're talking about by getting like putting your face out there and being the the name behind the brand, it's a lot easier said than done if you're not a total extrovert and ready to jump on camera and all that. So I think think that getting your thoughts organized and being prepared will really help with that. We've started this podcast and we're not good podcasters. And that's something that we're trying to adapt to and nail down the learning curve because in a year from now, it's going to sound a lot different than how we sound right now. Just trying to get your words out and not say, but like, or like, or you know, you know what I mean, or you know what I'm saying is so hard to get out of your system and you don't realize it until you do it. I think that's kind of like anything. If you look at writing, for example, you might realize that your sentence structure is absolutely brutal until you read it out loud and you make a conscious effort to try and improve on those things. And I think that's the most important thing is to not be too hard on yourself because there is a steep learning curve in everything that you're doing. Your audience and your community will help you shape and find your voice, but in terms of the finer details that make it more palatable, for more people to start consuming and following along and engaging in the community, that takes refinement. And that's why you have to always be evolving and trying reels if they come out or getting onto TikTok or writing blog posts basically on LinkedIn or putting out great YouTube content on YouTube, whatever it is. You can't box yourself in and be one thing because technology is always changing. Your audience is always, in- is always changing. The engagement is always varying. So refining not being too hard on yourself and focusing in on what your strengths are or I think the most important thing and when you focus in on those strengths just know that what you're putting out there isn't going to be ridiculed or anything like that it's going to be valued by your audience because they they're they're building trust with you when you are so much more relatable is ultimately building relationships with these people if you're ever thinking like i don't want to put my face out there because somebody's going to say something bad or or whatever if there's haters out there i think it's really important to know that you're going to be spreading so much more value other people and helping them with the stuff that you're creating rather than focusing on the people that may not like it because there's always going to be those people definitely definitely however i will say as a caveat and as devil's advocate on the flip side you need to listen to the people who are closest to you and not the ones who are jealous the people who truly want the best for you 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 should listen and take their advice when they give it to you because yes. you might be putting out content that just sucks and that you aren't good at if you aren't a good speaker you might be being like uh, 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 uh trying to get it out but you're a prolific writer or when you have edited content in terms of your video you can structure yourself properly properly but in terms of a long-form podcast you might not be there you should listen to those people and that doesn't mean give up but hone in on the things that you're better at as you start and work that other aspect in if there is value to be given within that format right yeah and just try and always be improving and take the necessary steps so i don't think you can discount anyone who 
disagrees with you is like, oh, they're a hater or whatever, because I think we've all had friends who had some very unrealistic ideas or goals and not like, oh, I want to do something within reason or that's even a dream of theirs that they've had for their whole life. Like they might be like, hey, I'm going to run an ultra marathon tomorrow and you just go, hey, dude. Start with a 5K because you don't even walk that much. You know what I mean? So it's that's the kind of criticism that you should be taking because you're going to save yourself from having stress fractures in your legs and kidney failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Always, always taking everything with a grain of salt and knowing that you got to start somewhere. So m- what, might as well launch. So now I'm going to go into a little bit of a rapid fire, little tips and tricks that I've learned along the way. Um, number one would definitely be organizing your feed. This is a way to get your aesthetic eye-catching to yourself and to your audience. There's lots of different apps out there. Me personally, I've used Planoly or Later, which are amazing because you can organize your entire week to month from every detail to the look of it, the content, the copywriting and scheduling out what time of day you want it on. So you can invest in those or you can do free trials, but I always think it's a amazing tactic to get yourself organized before throwing stuff out there and wondering if it'll look good or feel the way you want it to. Because the last thing you want to do is spend an hour on creating a post and then having it go live And then you look at your feed and you're like, ah, that wasn't it. So that would be my number one recommendation. Number two, organic growth is 100% the way. I mean, it's a little different if you have ad spend and go into that whole world of Facebook ads and diving into promotions. But this mainly is talking about never falling trap to companies uh, pitching themselves to sell you followers or likes or anything like that. Um, no matter what they say, the algorithm always picks up on that. And that is just a very quick way to get deactivated. So I suggest staying away from that. Also, those DM chats or DM groups that may be flying around that may look enticing saying, follow 10 people, we'll follow you back, all that stuff. I would again, highly suggest not falling trap to that because it is a lot of people that are just starting out. They may be getting discouraged on the slow growth at the very beginning, but I promise you, Instagram tracks all of that and they see it. It's very creepy and weird. They, the algorithm notices that and they will start showing your content to less people. And that is the last thing that we want. So number three, if you're selling a product or selling yourself in any way to gain more followers, do it by leading by example or value and trust everything that we've been preaching throughout this because there is nothing worse than getting a cold call from somebody that you've never met before, whether it's a voice note or a message. Just it's strange to me that so many people reach out trying to be your best friend when you've never met them. I personally wouldn't give my money to somebody that I don't have trust in or that I don't 
think knows who I truly am or has my best interest in me. So the, this is the long the long game, the nurturing sequence, I guess you would call it in the, the grand scheme of things because it does take extra work. It does take extra time, but I guarantee you will have a longer lasting relationship and a, and a longer client, if you will, by doing so. Uh, number four, I would say is YouTube. My biggest, <laughs> my biggest tip and the school that I've learned everything from. I mean, I went to university f- for an undergrad in communications and that was a little bit broad. So getting my hands on things and actually understanding how things work by testing it out and learning from people that have already done it before has been my greatest lessons. And YouTube is an amazing place for just punching in anything that you want to learn. I mean, like that's like with anything, but definitely fine tuning your skills and learning, just taking 20 minutes a day and learning from people that that do this professionally is one of your greatest assets. You will be surprised by how much information is out there for free. I think that it's always an option to buy into a course and learn about it for yourself. But I do think that if you spend a little bit more time and effort looking into something on YouTube or Googling stuff or just just reading about your your industry, you're gonna find a lot of stuff that'll help you out in the in the long run. Numero five, if you have the means and you don't want to spend hours on end creating something that looks perfect, invest in a designer or a social media manager, a virtual assistant. There are so many different areas of expertise that you can reach out to. I mean, like I I get it that it is putting that extra investment in, but if you are, say, creating a brand new business that you want to be taken seriously with and you don't trust your skills to do so and you or you don't have the time to do so, I guarantee you'll you'll get your monies back within the first couple of months if you invest in the product that you believe in because that clears up the time and the stress and all the energy putting into something that you don't necessarily think is your strong suit and that's fair because that is why there are other people out there to do it. So if you have the means, I mean, I understand that it, it's an extra, it's an added thing to be thinking about if you have a company or a business in this world, but I would highly suggest it. There's even lots of things like buying presets to photos or filters, um, buying presets of templates and everything like that to just make your feed a little bit more aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing. But yeah, that all just comes with the research too. So if you want to put some time into it, I definitely recommend looking into those things. So that kind of wraps up all of our topics that we had planned for today. Um, Just know that if you are launching a social media account or if you're wanting to get your brand out there in any way, it's amazing. It's an amazing tool to build community, to build trust, and to build value behind your product or your brand in general. And don't be afraid to show your beliefs through that because that is going to be what your audience truly takes away from it and starts investing in you while doing it. So with that, uh, we're going to get on with our Sunday. We will indeed no (laughs) no football today is pretty sad well i'm gonna be editing so but we're gonna make the best of it what about the laundry (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we also have a lot of laundry to do. But yeah, have an amazing Sunday. I hope you enjoyed this podcast about social media. If you ever have any questions or want to chat, hit us up at Songs for Your Sunday on Instagram or Manuka Sunday on Instagram or even at the blog on www.manukasunday.com. Yeah. Woohoo. Let's go eat. Love ya. Me? Yeah. I love you. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> Third time's a charm, though. All right. Happy Sunday. Bye.